Thank you for tuning in to 40's The New F Word, and this is your host, Lolita. Today, we're going to be talking about being fierce and fabulous at 40. I'm with a longtime friend, April Marche. We have had lots of girl time, lots of bantering, and this woman is (laughs) totally fierce and fabulous. So welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. Are you ready for this? (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Stay ready. Stay ready. So we're going to talk about being a woman. We're going to talk about the 40 part of it. Okay. And being fierce and fabulous. Okay. Okay. So for me... I think I do it better in my 40s than I did in my 20s. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I do think that sometimes I have to muster it up a little bit because I don't quite, my body's not as firm. Things aren't where they're supposed to be. (laughs) So sometimes I really have to dig deep to find the fierce and fabulousness of myself. Because fierceness is an attitude. Absolutely. Definitely. And in our 20s, we're still trying to find ourselves, right? Right. And in my 20s, I was sick. So it kind of overrode a lot of that stuff. But as you get older, you become more confident and you become more comfortable with yourself. You kind of find out who you are. Well, and that's that's a lot of it, right? It's finding out what you like, what you don't like, the shit you'll put up with and the shit you ain't going to never put up with again. (laughs) Yes. And that helps a lot in being fierce and fabulous. But in our 20s, definitely, you're still stumbling through that. Who am I to myself? Who am I to the world? What do I want to do? What's the mark I want to leave? All that good stuff. Also, I think women, other women, fellow 20-year-olds, mm-hmm. don't embrace confidence 20-year-olds as much. You're Absolutely bitchy, not. You're conceited. She's a hoe, whatever. But at 40s, women are much nicer about, oh, look, at she's got some confidence. I see that all the time in my work. And I think that has a lot to do with them gaining self-confidence and not wanting to tear another woman down just to build yourself up. Right. In right. 20s, you're not as confident. Right. But we both had babies super young. True. And so I didn't live in the bullshit a lot of people lived in. <laughs> I was just... You know, right. We had kids and, and husbands and stuff. <laughs> right. I so, get it. I get yeah. it. So as you go from your 20s to your 30s, I remember 25 being hard for me. Yeah. Right? So, because I lost my best friend. I was 21. Right? right. I'm like 22. And then, so going through that patch and then having to deal with babies and pregnancy and then illness and and, and losing all yourself it. completely and, and it's hard exactly. to find your fierce fabulousness when you're mama and taxi driver and housekeeper and wife seriously do you know i refuse to get a minivan yeah for I had, that exact uh, reason I'm i had like, one no, for six months I'm and not. i said never fucking again i'm not seriously like, you cannot be a bad mama jamma in a minivan i mean i'm sure no, there's women who do it no, but it was um, not me that was my thing that was my thing a very short time i had it we got it we had a big dog and i was like we're gonna do it and my ex was like what are we doing and i felt so unattractive in it mm-hmm. that we sold it in i got durango <laughs> oh, that's when you okay so, you know, what's funny is, is that we have this perception, even in everything we do, that is outward facing, right? Like the fierceness. I think fierce is internal. And we were talking earlier about how when you apply fierce to a woman, especially if there's a guy doing it or another younger person doing right. it, it's often negative, right? It's like that right. person is aggressive. That person is bossy. That person thinks so much of themselves. That person thinks they don't know or they know everything. Right. And it's when you apply it to a man, you often say stuff like, oh, he's fierce competition for, right? right. It's like you're looking outwards, not looking inwards. Right. But let me tell you, as you go through your transition, at least for me, 
going from like say 25 to 30 and then transitioning because I got like my degrees late from college because when you're having kids yeah <laughs> college what's that but I'm like I have got to finish college I gotta finish this last degree before my next college and the kid yeah. goes into college but then as you start getting older you start realizing that you're getting older you realize that I'm getting older. I'm not 20 anymore. I'm either right. comfortable with myself. And every woman doesn't like something about themselves. I don't think, like I would definitely say I have some fierceness about me. But that doesn't mean I'm not self-confident. And I think that right. women who stand up, and I try to stand up for myself. I try to stand up for stuff I believe and stand up for others. I think women who do that kind of get the reputation that they can't be hurt or that they are always hard all the time or they can't be taught something. Right. My favorite thing to do is to learn something new. Yeah, me too. Right. So, I mean, if you ain't learning, you ain't growing, you might as well be dying. Right. <laughs> right. Or I mean, sharing that knowledge. That's my big thing, right? right. I'm I'm all about sharing joy and like all my hashtags are like share joy. It's like whatever little piece of goodness you have. I want to share it with everybody. Right. It isn't just mine to keep. But, you know, the fierce thing, I think you nailed it. Because I get to this fierce part that I feel like power to the woman fierce. Mm-hmm. And then I get harder. Like, fuck, I don't need nobody. Fuck, I ain't going to have no emotions. You know this about me. I try really hard to do this fierce. And we know that's not but true. But that's not true. Like, I try really hard to do that. But deep down, I'm like, oh, I put that out really well. I put fierce out really well. But deep down, I'm like, shit. <laughs> Well, it's a lot of being utilized for your fierceness, right? Right. It's like, you do things really well. I'm an organizer. I do things. You yeah, know, I take you, charge. I yeah, lead. Yeah. Yes. And when people don't or when people are afraid to seem like the bad guy, I feel like I'm always the first one that gets thrown into the fire sometimes. Me too. Right? Yeah. No, no. I mean, seriously, that is that is a big, big thing. When you are the boss or mm-hmm. the leader, people... They want you to kind of be the bulldog, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. want you to go in, oh, go ask so-and-so. Go ask go ask Lolita to do that. She'll do it because she's got big balls, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, but then they really don't want to deal with you when you talk to them, Yeah. right? Then you're a bitch. And then what did you say earlier about this? We had this conversation because we've had many conversations. It's, it's really talking about how those same people who want you to be their bulldog. Like, I want you to get this done. I want you to do this kind of because they don't want to have to deal with it or whatever. Right. Or maybe because you're just good at Even it. Even ex-husbands do that. husbands <laughs> I don't have an ex-husband, so I'll just defer to your good judgment. (laughs) Just in the concept of, hey, I've got this front man, I've got this go-to person, I've got this reliable person. A, they don't realize that you always being the reliable person, just because you carry it doesn't make that shit heavy. Right. right? Doesn't make it not heavy. What is it? They want your gift, but not your talent. They want your gift, but they, exactly. They want to utilize your gift and utilize your talent, but then they don't want to actually respect it. Right. But they don't want to understand the other half. And not everybody is one way. Right. Everybody has this duality about How them. many personality tests have we talked about? Are we talking about the one where you keep getting babies or something? I don't know. No, no personality tests. Oh, test. okay, gotcha. Personality yeah. tests. Like, for me, like, when I'm in, we're doing all of our hiring and stuff, we do personality tests. Right. And I'm always the challenger. I'm always yeah. the person who asks why. And I'm not doing it to be a pain in the ass. I really just, why? Where I work, we do something called a strengths finder, mm-hmm. where you, you find out what your strengths are and other people's strengths are and then you can complement that and one of mine is achiever and one of mine is learner right and the other one is individualism right so individualism which means that i don't group think so when people who try to kind of pass others as off as a group that goes against my natural nature and then you'll see me more be more stand up or more fierce and fabulous in my own nature but i do little things too right that help me get up off the the proverbial couch and feel bad like i am very bad Victoria's Secret problem, right? She really does. (laughs) 
But you this goes about in, me, though. This goes into when you're standing up in front of people and being the boss. Yeah. You feel fierce and fabulous because she's got matching underwear and panties on <laughs> every day, people. I don't even wear underwear. Oh, but my God. anyhow. Yes. Who are you telling secrets? Okay. So. Yes, and every that, that, single solitary that day. make you feel fabulous. It's well, those little things. It's, it's, the, it's the part of where it's something that you have together, right? It's right. like you talk about fierce sometimes, or people in general talk about fierce as an attitude, but it also can be in an outfit, right? right. It's how you wear either oh, your absolutely. swag or whatever. And to me, when I look at things that I do, yes, my bra and panties have to match and they have to be like super cute. And I have a problem, a love hate with Victoria's Secrets. I may have like 60, 70 bras. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. I bought furniture for it, but it makes me feel confident. Like I can go out and face the day like I've got battle armor on. Right? And sometimes going into the world doing Almost what I do. Almost alter Like Beyonce. Um, Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. Sasha yes. Fierce. Sasha that Fierce. Is, that's right. Yeah. Nobody can see it but me. Right. Right. And it's, it's not real weird or anything. It's just as regular stuff. <laughs> I don't know what this is. It does have spikes and shit on it. <laughs> ah! You can't wear those through the airport, I've noticed. So anything with more than a couple rhinestones don't go through security so, real so well. So for me, when yeah. I'm fierce and fabulous, so yours is underwear, mine is having my face put on, not even a lot of makeup, just having that nice glow, my hair done, and a nice outfit. And that's and what I that's love. What I mean. That's what I love about us. We can be so different, right? Because right. I could give a shit. If, like, you've seen my makeup. It fits in like yeah. a four by four compact. That's it. Right. But I love that we can be so different and yet be so the but same. But that's kind of like my armor. Yeah. And not that I have to wear a lot of makeup because I'm an esthetician. So right. I don't have to do that. But I still feel like it puts me it's in this. Thing. It's my thing. It Everybody's is. entitled to I don't have any thing. underwear on and I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> right now, so no underwear on. So what's funny about this is that we've had this conversation where things that you do, like, I don't have a beauty. Uh, a regimen. <laughs> she's not a regime. A regime. That's she calls it. Like, she's like, well, what do you wash your face with? Soap and water? Yeah. Years ago, I'm like, what? Yeah. And, yeah. and then she's like, well, I don't match my pearl on panties. And I'm like, you don't what? So now when I travel, I'm like, <laughs> okay, does it does it count if I have a black bra on and underwear? That matches. Because <laughs> <laughs> the people, I have to wear a bra. If I didn't wear a bra, that would be very scary. Oh, my thing. gosh. But I think that coming into our 40s, like, you remember my 40th birthday party? That was uh-huh. really important to me. Because of just going through all the trials, right? And yeah, mine too. I was that was the year I split up with it, my ex. So I yeah, I think when you're fierce or when you get the reputation for being fierce, to be soft is a modicum of weakness. Yeah. Right? I think people look at you like you're not on your game, or what's wrong with you? You're not smiling, or you're not this, that, and the other. Oh, I hate that because I get that because I'm usually on my game. Right. So if I'm like, not, we can't have a bad day. Right. That's why it's important to surround yourself with other people that build you up, your tribe. Right. And I had this conversation with somebody like Friday night. And it's like, you know what? That's the thing is you have to find your tribe. And those people don't have to be there every day. But, but they those have to people recognize. Help you feel fierce and fabulous. That the is right exactly. tribe totally does. If I was alone, if I was solo, right, I wouldn't be as fierce and fabulous, right? I feel like I am held up by I'm a generation of strong women, strong friends, strong female and male friends, mm-hmm. right? My husband, my kids, all of that makes me able to go out into a world that is sometimes hateful to the things that I do, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, when I'm going out there and I'm talking about people about getting interested in diversity and helping, like, level the playing field. I'm not saying you need to take from one to give to the other. I'm saying give everything to everybody. Now, interesting. I think I feel more fierce and fabulous since I've been single, though. Than really? When I was, than when I was married. Because I don't think my ex was not great at 
fulfilling that womanly side. That just wasn't his strength. Although when I sold my toys and Mm -hmm. my lotions and potions and things with motion, I felt very fierce and fabulous speaking to women and educating them about something that was very taboo. I was just going to say that. Do you think that was because you are confident and comfortable talking about a taboo? Absolutely. Obviously, because this is what I'm doing right now. But like, I'm very comfortable with it. And so that was something that I'm like, you know what? I can do this better than most people. I can say penis and vagina without batting an eye. And I worked in the medical field, so I can say penis. Like, I am totally anatomically correct in my conversation. So it it was not a weird thing, but I do think that, that helped me feel fierce and fabulous. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think being single and for me, weight, I gained a lot of weight over the years. And so when I lost a little bit of that, I kind of felt like, oh, I'm feeling good again. That helped me feel your self-confidence. Yes, for sure. Yeah. But you can be still heavier and be and I'm it's because I'm not skinny and still feel Girl, fierce you and know, fabulous. These, look, these hips don't come for nothing, right? But I'm still, very okay. curvy. So I embrace so, all so of that. You, That's you, also a cultural thing, too. It is a cultural right? thing. Because because white girls struggle more with fierce and fabulous. I do not, but lots of my white friends do. And you, on the other hand, have a nice, beautiful brown color. I think in that community, in the black community, it's definitely more embraced. The curves? No, the fierce and fabulous. The, yeah, but you know what? At the same too, time, it's, it's, absolutely. It, so I always tell people that I, my dad has more sisters than he has brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And my aunts have ranged from 300 pounds down to a, a buck five. And you couldn't tell anyone on that range that they were the baddest bitch walking down the street, right? And I <laughs> was and raised under that fierceness, right? Under that, this is my family and I would do anything to protect my family. So if I call you my friend, if I call you my family, then nobody's going to be able to talk shit to me about you and not right. have me stand up and be like, you know what? That's not my experience with them. If you got a problem with them, my suggestion is you go tell them. Right, right. Right. And that's just how I was brought up. Right. And going through, especially moving as you come into your, as you come into your forties, you start recognizing what's important and you right. start thinking about, because when I think of fierce and we talked about this, when we started doing this particular word, fierce and fabulous, right? It was like, oh, sometimes that's a negative word. And I get a lot of shit for being forthcoming or being curt. Oh, me too. Right. And the thing is, is that I don't think I would change that because the way I feel about certain things is. If not me, then who? If not now, then when? Right. Right. And if you don't stand for something, then you'll fall for anything. And so I feel like sometimes I've put myself in the line of fire knowing, knowing full well that it's going to come back on me. But as long as the shrapnel doesn't hit the people behind me, as long as it really does, the fallout doesn't hit friends, family, loved ones, whatever, that's fine. Call me what you want to. Yeah. Right. Because at the end of the day, my tribe is where I go for my support. And do I have bad days? Oh, man. Yes. Let me tell you, I had a bad day yesterday. It was. Yeah, we all do. It was. Well, yeah. Then, but then you, but you, you can't don't live there. Yeah, you can't live. There's days you don't feel fierce and fabulous. And you there's gotta, never a day my panties and bra don't match, though. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> there's a day I don't have a bra. <laughs> I'm just at just the like house. Underwear, but <laughs> put your drawers on. Come on now. Put your hey, drawers on. If I wear jeans, I wear underwear. OK. So. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, but I think that having... I feel extra fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because you are a white woman. I am a black woman. Right. And, but we are so much alike. Yes, Like just going through the things that we like and it's okay to do those things. But I think that our fierceness and our fabulousness ties us because it doesn't matter. I'm going to speak for both of us, right? Right. At least for me and because we're the same. It doesn't matter so much. We have... Pieces of us we don't like. Absolutely. Right? And piece of us that make us feel self-conscious, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, it's like 
Okay, but either can you change it? Do you want to change it? Are you willing to change it? Are you going to fucking embrace it? Right, are you going to embrace it? Yep. If not, then In my pushing. 20s, I was more insecure. In my 40s, I'm like, I'm going to embrace it. Life's it's not that you ignore it either, no, right? It's like, not that you don't recognize no. it. I know I don't have a flat stomach. I ain't going to wear no fucking two-piece. And I have no judgment if you do. For me, I'm aware that it's not flat, so I'm not going to. But I still can put on one piece and feel pretty fabulous. <laughs> I, Does tease, that make sense? I, I tease all the time that I got a body built by surgery. Right. So it's like, yeah, this is I've had C-section. I've had the, the colectomy. I've had all I this removed. body built from carbohydrates. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that when and when I go to the gym, it's for me. It is to embrace the me. It's the hot yoga because it makes me feel better. Right. right. It's the little things, the little pieces of time that I have to steal for myself. But all of those pieces, I'm so glad you said that mm-hmm. because all of those pieces, me getting facials, me going to the gym, me having girl time, me reading a book about being oh, self-growth or whatever, all helps me to the fierce and fabulous. Be a better friend, Absolutely. be a better lover, be yep. a better mother, yep. be a better wife, girlfriend, whatever Which helps it is. you be, feel fierce and fabulous when you make better decisions and you feel confident about your life and you can sleep at night and look in the mirror because you did your best, you become more fierce and fabulous. I don't think that anybody who is self-described as fierce and or fabulous, unless you get to the way fringes, is selfish. Right? Either. So I think that when we tackle these challenges or we look at these problems or we stand up or we exude confidence it's so that other people can feel comfortable exuding confidence it's like i stand up and i say okay here's what it is and i'm five three on my best day right so i'm not intimidating to anyone unless you stand next to me and you're not confident Right, right because be I have had people intimidated by me, for yeah. sure. And I'm like, well, But I doubt you're bullying people. We're not right. bullying people. And, and That's a you, different and thing. And bullying, in a sense, I definitely have bullied people when I was younger. And not that I'm proud of that. But not bullying like I'm going to throw you in the dumpster and call you bad names. Mine is that I sometimes it would be too honest mm-hmm. and maybe not in a nice way. Mm-hmm. So now when I'm honest, I'm going to sugarcoat it a little bit. And it's not to sugarcoat it because I'm lying or anything. I think it's more because feelings now, people do have different feelings. And when when you're like the boss and somebody but you're not 12 though you're not 12 so but you have to be careful with your employees and all of that because everybody is different an introvert is going to take it way different than an extrovert yep that's why we do social styles that's why we do strengths that's why we yeah you pay attention and that's the thing is that one of the things that when you go into looking at how people learn or how people react and then you can make a choice right yeah i am a hundred percent responsible for the things that i do and the things that i say i am zero percent responsible for how you take me Right. I think I can temper my tone based upon how I choose to do things. For sure. But at the same thing, the things that I respond to, that's my choice. The things I don't respond to, that's my choice. Or your choice. Right. Right? So all of it goes into... I gotta work on my tone. I can have a bitch tone, man. And Well, and the thing is, is that even if you've had a bitch tone in the past and you don't mean it bitchy, do people tend to say, oh, you're still being bitchy? And you're like, no. Yeah, all the time. And you get misjudged. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I really wasn't meaning that. I'm also extremely sarcastic. So sometimes my sarcasm, which I think is fabulous. I think it's funny too. And, and I laugh at myself daily. But if you are somebody who's sensitive or irrational or not used to sarcasm, sometimes people that don't do sarcasm at all, Mm -hmm. take it really, don't take it well. Or they can't communicate, right? Right. So I remember we were texting back and forth once and you text something and I was like, 
what the fuck was that? You hurt my feelings. You're like, oh, shit, that is really not how I meant to say yeah. it. Well, that's texting is like a smoke signal. Right? Come <laughs> on. You cannot take words. I do not take what anybody says not through text. Exactly. Truly. But no, I do remember that because my tone is totally different than how it was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it was it was funny because still we've been friends. We've been friends over 20 years. Well, yeah. almost, about, 20, almost years, 20 years. Yeah. And so it was like, I know she didn't mean that shit. Let me just say what. Tell her what I heard her say. Right. And see if she said it. And to me, that's part of being self-confident enough in our friendship. Right. right? In me as a person to be like. And not 12. And not, and not, and not 12. You, is that you yes. communicated? That, I communicated back. We were fine. Right, right. right. So, so, But if you like, would have been pissed off and held on to that, then I'd been like, well, what the fuck happened? Oh, my gosh. I was, <laughs> and somebody then, was like, I am so mad at you for something that you said five years ago. And I'm like, I'll give you a month. Maybe two, three. <laughs> But five years, let me tell you how I'm really trying to give a fuck, but what? Five years and we've seen each other Wait, since then? Let it go. What's the frozen? Let it go. Oh, I'm I mean, not going to say this. We're not going there oh, today. But I can't say at the I'm same gonna... time, it's like I want to validate. If, you, if I care about you, I want to validate your feelings, right. right? Because we get that you're so fierce, you stand up, you're aggressive, you're bossy, you think you know everything. It's like, no. And if no. you can teach me something, fucking teach me. Yeah. Right? Now, I love that, like, we just went on vacation together, and we had two of our other friends, and it's really nice because we all are, like, fierce and fabulous, and we all bring ourselves up. And one of the girls was struggling mm-hmm. emotionally. She's had a really, really rough year, and it was just nice that everybody just was okay with where we're at. That's part of being that fierce and fabulous. And we when, allowed each other room. We, yes, we did. And making everybody feel super good mm-hmm. and beautiful when we went out, even if you're feeling like, oh my God, I need a Spanx on. Like that's part of, <laughs> of really being like the fierce and fabulous. Yeah. Comfortable enough women. to be around other fierce uh, and fabulous people. Because there are women, and yeah. I know them, that if they would have hung out with us, mm-hmm. we would all intimidate the shit out of them. And then they wouldn't have said anything. And they would have been like awkward over there and been like, oh, I don't know where my place is. And then you know what would have happened is we would have felt bad. We would have felt bad because yeah. they were off to the side. And right? then you'd try to bring them up. And then you try to bring them up. Which is when we get the bossy and you're trying to intimidate or you're trying to do whatever. And it's like, no, we just want you to be included. Or we want you to feel self-confident and assured. We don't want you right. to be intimidated by us. Let's try to help you yeah. with that. And then if you don't want to, fine. We're not going to bug you. If you say, hey, I don't want to go out with because you. Because that's kind of women we are <laughs> like we all did so many different things there was days that i would just walk on the beach oh my god the fish that, i mean <laughs> but seriously yeah like, we we just did our own thing so much and nobody cared because well nobody's feelings got hurt nobody's right? feelings got hurt i just even said nobody we cared did, yeah, even if we went and did even if like you and the other one went to the beach it was like mm-hmm. oh they went to the beach great yeah. or i'd be like oh yeah not yeah. happening yeah. I'm, I'm out or yeah. whatever and but I think that's part of that confidence. And that's what really fierce and fabulous becomes confidence. How to bring it up. How to, you know what? Today, I'm not feeling fierce. And there's days that I don't. There's days that I'm falling apart. There's days that are just sweats and Netflix binge watching. Yeah. There's days that I've spent just in tears and just like, I don't have my shit together. And the world hates me. And yep. I've had one of those days really Have you recently. had that day, though? And then... You had to go be fierce and fabulous and show up and give a talk. Yep. After I've gotten my ass handed to me for something like I felt like over the last like year, like nothing I could do was right. Right. right? Nothing I did was right, but still had to show up. So when you showed up on those days and had to go talk, how did you bring out the fierce and fabulous? You basically have an inner monologue. Put on matching underwear, bro. (laughs) You put on it and you laugh 
But okay, so, but so that's, that's the partner. question. But that's the question. If I'm always matching every day, how do I then get myself out of the funk when right. I'm not matching and I go right. to the next level? Right. There's specific ones that I wear. So okay. not only that, so it'll be a different, it'll be a different color. Like I love right. lace, but I'm always sticking my finger through it so I don't yeah. wear it too often. It is, why are you here? Who raised you? Who's expecting? What do you expect from yourself? It's like, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to have You just don't live in that You shit. can't live there. You cannot live there. So, yeah, and I feel guilty sometimes about even allowing myself to stay there more than a yeah, couple days. I feel that way too. Right? And I have no patience. So I'm like, oh, I've been sad for two hours. Oh, my God. I have no patience for whining, let alone my own fucking whining. It's like, oh, come on. Either change it or don't. I can help you. I literally told my sister. I was like, I'm going to be sad for like two days and then I'll be fine. And she's like, oh, my God, who gives themselves the time of being sad? Me. me. Here. Me. Me. Yes. Me. High five. Because High five. Because my fierce and fabulousness, honestly, I just, I can't live there. I can't. Well, and it's not, it's not positive. It's not productive, right? No. So, and with my condition, when I get too overwhelmed or too stressed my condition flares up right right so then i'm sick and i can't do anything about it and it takes me a while to come back so not only that tomorrow is promised to nobody no right so the way that i'm choosing and i'm all about choice right i think everything you do is a choice whether you like the choice whether you don't like the choice good bad or indifferent it's a choice right right so you choose to get up out of bed every day you choose to keep putting your battle armor on whether it's your face and your makeup and a bra, pair of heels. And a pair. Of, oh yeah. And my knees Let me all tell fucked you. up right and, now. And I get my nails done. I have a guitar that I play. I would like you to sing me a song. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I sing, <laughs> but I don't sing in public anymore. But I play my guitar or I'll sit and I'll go get my nails done or do whatever. There's things you do. It's it's all about doing these little things for like self-help to make you feel fabulous. Yeah. And maybe making you feel fabulous is going to volunteer. Well, I mean, and, seriously. And that's exactly what it is. It doesn't is. have to be like vain stuff. Like right now we're talking about how we make our Inter- bodies. That's feel. internally though, but, right? Yeah. That's internally. But then, like for me, it's it could be cuz I I touch people. Mhm. Not the way y'all thinking. <laughs> please, like, please, please clarify. Clarify. But like I make people feel really good through massage and touch. Yeah. And that makes when I know that that person is like, oh, my God, that was amazing. That feeds me. That yeah. fuels it's me. part of your motivational it's factors, right? part of my right? to get up every day and to be like, oh, my God. When I can make a woman feel, they felt like shit coming in and they leave feeling like the sexiest woman ever because they had a Brazilian. I mean, those are, that happens every day. They're like, I feel so clean. I feel so good. I feel so sexy. So you're Booyah. helping them with their battle armor. Yes. So that's a lot of why I give back, right? So like my birthday, when we did the booze and booze thing, mm-hmm. right? It's like, hey, everybody, we're going to get together and party anyway. Why not give back to our community? Right. It's like, I don't want any of that money. You give it all to the, we're going to get together and give back. Or I'll volunteer. That makes you feel fabulous. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that I think there are people who are way less fortunate than me. Like, I don't whine about my condition. I know what I have to go through. I know what is awaiting me in a couple of years, maybe next year. I know what my future kind of looks like, right? Right. So while I'm here, I'm going to be the best friend I can be. I'm going to be the best program manager I can be. I'm going to be the best parent, best wife. I'm going to be the best friend. Whatever it is that I can do. I'm going to strive to be the best at it. And what that looks like is me tackling it head on. Right. You don't go around it. And so that's where you get the fierce and that's where you get the fabulous because donating your time, money, and attention to stuff that is important, that gives to other people who are maybe less fortunate. It makes you feel good. Yeah. I'm worried because I have a big surgery coming up. Yep. And I am much more worried that I'm going to lose my fierce and fabulousness. And that is something that hovers over me huge because a lot of my fabulousness and fierceness comes from my confidence in, I mean, I love my boobs. 
boobs and you know what I mean? like and your I sexuality my sexuality for sure so when you take away my sexuality a little bit mm-hmm. especially right now because the last five years has all been about finding that again right after the year of yes it. the year of yes especially i should say not past five years the past year yeah so Your expensive ass year of yes for all of us oh my god <laughs> yes everybody's traveled with me they understand but i mean so i am worried about am i gonna lose her is she going to go is my am i gonna be fierce and fabulous in 2020 <laughs> but to quote someone your sex appeal your womanhood is not wrapped up a little bit for me though i get that but if it's gone then you have to find it somewhere else. And part of being fierce and part of being fabulous is saying, I am more than just oh, and I, yes, one piece. Absolutely. And I have all the confidence in the world that you will shift and adjust because that's how you're built. I know. Right? That's it's how true. you're built. And it's true because I, I know in my year of yes, and my boobs have sexuality, finding that again after losing it for a while. Right. Mr. O, right? Mm-hmm. First man I tell about my boobs and I'm nervous about this. I'm thinking, how am I ever going to have, like, my erogenous zones, like, if they're not biting on my boobs? And, oh, my God, that's been... It's you know, huge, it's especially huge. for women, Especially because right? I have big boobs. And so a lot of men that like boobs are like, hey. And I noticed that he never was really focused on my boobs. I'm like, what? Like, ever. I mean, he liked them, but, but it wasn't like... Like, best orgasms ever. Best orgasms ever, right? Yeah. And he focused on so many other parts of my body. And so when I told him about it, which I was super weird about, and I thought for sure he was going to say something that pissed me off, and then I could just leave. I mean, like, I was ready for it. And We're that, not even going to tackle that right now. <laughs> but, We're going to leave that in a little box for you. But honestly, he didn't. And when he said the same thing. He's yeah. like, and he grabbed my boobs and said, you know what? These don't make you a woman. And then he kissed my forehead and said, your brain makes you a sexy woman. Your heart makes you a sexy woman. He's like, these are just pretty jewels. And then I realized, you know, that's so true. I mean, because think about the number of fake boobs and ass no, running around real, here, right? right? Does that make them more or less women? It doesn't. Especially guys who get fake boobs and ass. Does that make them more or less women? I, I mean, mean, but it's so true. But it we is as kind women of have been conditioned to wrap ourselves in sexuality, right? right. And I wouldn't say I'm not a sexual person. I you would say are, I'm definitely sure. a sexual Absolutely. person. But that's not where I identify, right? right? I do more in my head and in my heart. Right. Than your vagina. <laughs> Yes, than in my vagina. I just walk into shit, don't I? <laughs> oh, I could do this all day. Oh, with her. I know. But to me, it's a lot of it. Even driving over here, I was thinking, God, you know, a lot of my fierceness is external. I am really, there's days where I have to work on my internal. And it's whether it's the way that I was cut after surgery or the way that I wrapped up in my head or right. this outfit doesn't look right on me or whatever. It's all about your mental game. Right. It's right. about where you think you are and and how much you have to love yourself. Right. So I'm telling you, I have flashbulb moments in my whole life where I can see this moment defined me and set me on the left path as opposed to the straight path, as right. opposed to the right, as opposed to moving backwards. Right. Right. It defined where I was going to go and the shift I was going to make. And I just have to follow that fierceness. Right. I have to embrace that feeling that, A, it's going to be OK because there's no other choice. Shit will work out because it has to. And what is my aunt Edie who died? My great, I loved this woman. She always says you have to fucking adjust. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Is my adjust. favorite thing with hot yoga: flexible people don't get bent out of shape, right? <laughs> oh my god! That's I why I start love stretching my hot, more. My I gotta start yoga. stretching more. You should come with me to hot yoga. Actually, I should. I've been stretching. That's on my board. Because there's nothing more fierce than being able to stick your leg 
up against your other leg and do your little tree pose and stand there and let the wind blow. Yes. Or do your warrior pose. I mean, that's, that's those, those are the kinds of things. And I think that having a purpose, right? Like my whole purpose this past year, I know yours was a year, yes, and I've loved this journey. Oh, she's been in this journey oh. hard with me. Oh, yes. I've loved this year because it's been it's been my year of boundaries, right? And mm-hmm. so I have pissed off a fair number of people being like, no, we're not doing that. No, you can't talk to me like that. No, I'm not going to participate in yeah. fuckery. Or, yes, let's fully embrace that. I'm on right. board. Right. And like, so if I find somebody who gives two ounces of try, here's all the connections I have. I'm and I want right. nothing from you. Right. 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 We had this conversation again Friday. It's like, I don't, I don't ask for anything in return. Right. It's like part of what makes me feel empowered, part of what makes me feel good about myself. And fabulous. And fabulous. Mm-hmm. Part of what makes me feel fabulous is the fact that I can give back. Right. Right. Is that I can give back. Well, that's what all this podcast is. is honestly, the, is, is for women who don't talk about it, who are embarrassed to talk about stuff. I'm in a wax room with people in a very vulnerable situation. <laughs> And um, they share a lot and they always wish that they could talk more freely. But especially 40 year olds, mm-hmm. Generation X is boomers. We don't 40, 50, 60s. We don't talk as freely that's as how the, we were taught. That's how we were taught. Right. And I so, mean, that's how most people were taught. Like, sorry to interrupt you, but like I told you, my, my my dad was straight, no chaser. My aunts are straight, no chaser. Right. So we were always we played the dozens growing up. So right. that whole going back and forth, we were allowed to express ourselves. But like the taboo part, but it's the sex sad part, that people the, can't. Yeah, like to be vulnerable, all of that stuff. Like I want people, I want all women and men to feel like it's okay to talk about whatever they need to talk about in the right setting. Obviously, you know, if you obviously be respectful, be but respectful, I don't think that anything is yeah, should be off table. limits. No, I don't either. And that's the and thing. that's what this podcast is for. That will empower them, right? So right. with the word fierce, I would say empowerment. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that comes a lot with you taking charge of your actions and your choices Absolutely. and how you will feel and that it's okay not to feel perfect. It is so yes, okay not it is, to ladies. feel perfect. In fact, all these women who gain all this weight, and I see it all the time, they gain all this weight and I know I did it too. I'm so much better now, but I did this. Mm-hmm. Where you feel like you can't be sexy because you're heavy. Oh, Jesus, who told us that? Who told us that? Because it's bullshit, first of all. Or I, no matter how heavy I got, I always had great clothes. Because nobody's going to tell me I can't look good. Do you know what I mean? Except like when I first gained weight because I lived in Montana and there was no clothes. (laughs) (laughs) The options were limited. The options were limited. But I'm just saying like just because you've gained 50 pounds doesn't mean that you're still not a sexy woman. Maybe not as sexy as you once were, but you still can. And that's all a mental game. I tell you, let me refer you to my 300 to a buckle five ants. it is a mental game. It is all a mental game. And I think And I don't think you can be, you don't have to be delusional. There is just body dysmorphia where somebody looks in the mirror at 300 pounds and sees a 150 pound person or anorexic people do the same thing. Yeah. That is true. I'm not telling you to be delusional. I'm just saying embrace the beautiful love part. What of, love what you love have. Love yourself. Yeah. Maybe it's your eyes. Maybe it's your hands. Maybe it's this outfit. Here's the other thing that we've talked about is the wrinkles, right? As you start to age and your skin uh-huh. starts to age or the gray hair or whatever comes along. Oh, I'm going to have a hard time bracing that shit. Oh, you see mine is red, right? But the thing is, is that. Not everybody got to see today. Right. So whether you've got wrinkles or bags or your boobs, boobs need a little assistance <laughs> or your ass is flat or your hips or whatever. Right. I think that all people are beautiful. Yeah. Right. No matter what's going on. When and I, if you what, can get up and walk and talk. And I mean, seriously, I have to remind myself this because I, I work in a very vain 
20 years and uh, you know yeah, this yeah yeah and it's all about being vain but it's also i also because i'm high touch working like making you feel good that's yeah. where my balance is but i'm gonna have a very hard time with aging you know and that's, <laughs> and that's the other piece of it is then when people get down you start hearing people talk about the people that we would typically categorize as fierce right is being kind of over the top they're confident but they think they're this and they think they're that even those people have faults Right. Yeah. So giving people not the whole teach people or treat people how you want to be treated is treat them how they want to be treated. Right. Right. It's the whole identifying with, I yes, I think that I am fierce, but at the same time, I am fucking pillow soft. Right. right? And we know this about me, but I also listen really well. Right. So friend, I heard you say this. Are you sure that this right. is what you think you heard? Right. And making space for people, making space for people, especially when you're fierce is a uh, quality. Right. It's like the reason that I'm so fierce, again, because if not me, then who? If somebody doesn't stand up, then what happens, right? Right. And shit has to get fucking done. You're going to be mean. No. And I feel like that's where that negative comes in. Because aggressive comes with the word aggressive is tied to fierce. Well, you know what? I think of fierce a tiger. I think I think a lioness like protecting her cubs that was the picture that came to me and mine's a tiger. In fact, on my vision board, it says fierce with a tiger. Fierce with a tiger. I love it. Yeah. But see, that, the tigers that's, are aggressive. <laughs> I know. I've, I've seen a couple of them when I went on safari. I made it follow a bush. But it's all about what you make it. And I think that people who can stand up should stand up. And I think that if you're fierce, you should continue to be fierce. But allow space for other women who aren't or right. other men who aren't. And maybe fierce. help guide them. Yeah. You know, I do think sometimes people that tend to be more introverted, mm-hmm. more quiet, they sometimes really are drawn to me. Mm. And I do, yes. yes. And I, and I'm always like, even though we're complete opposite, I think they're drawn because they're like, wow, I love that she just fucking says that. Or I love that she does that. Or even I love though your it's, confidence. Yes, exactly. Or, and it scares them a little bit and they think, oh my God, she's crazy. Or I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, I would never do that. But I'm going to watch this because it's entertaining. Because <laughs> I know I can be very entertaining. But I mean, I do think that it's, isn't that funny how they are drawn to you? I'm not really drawn to people that are not like that. Same. I'm not. Like, I think it's sweet. And I love that you can keep your mouth shut better than I can. Oh, that's the gift I'm going to try to learn. But um, <laughs> but I'm actually really drawn to even people more uh, than I am. Because yeah. you're not the most aggressive or the most fierce in the room anymore. Right. And you so get I'm to like, be normal. Yeah. So then I'm like, damn, girl. Like, I love this. That's, yes. Well, one of the other definitions, as we were writing this down, of fierce is showing a heartfelt and powerful intensity. Right. Right. So it's more softer side, but it's committed. Right. It's committed. It's reliable. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be out here and this is what I'm going to do. And yes, I expect to take some chinks in the armor. That's why the fuck we wear armor. Right. Right. We don't wear it because you don't need it. Right. You wear it because in your history, you've known that when you're at work, they love the bulldog and then they whip the bulldog and try to put the bulldog down for being a bulldog. Right. It's like, what? What? When did that happen? But it does. But I it love happens. It, though. it happens all the time. But I'm okay. That's who I am. And whether it's and it's usually in the leader situation. I I remember yep. even being younger. I always kind of took on the leader role, and I was like, I don't want to be the leader, but I would be the leader. <laughs> or like, hey, where do we go to lunch today? I don't know. Oh, but I don't want to go there. You're the worst at that too. We both are. We you are. just see us trying to get lunch. trying to get dinner <laughs> because because where do you want to go? Both? I don't care. Where do you want to go? But we do care. But we but do. here's the deal, right? And here's where we always stumble is. Yes, we're the leader. Yes, we're the caregivers. Yes, we're the the defenders of whatever. So who cares for the caregivers? So true. Who defends the defenders? 
Yeah, seriously. Who stands That's up? That's why we have to be fucking fierce and fabulous. This is why you start being fierce. It's like, you know what? If somebody is, if nobody's going to do it. And then you, I think that's when you find good friends, partners. I tell you, my next partner needs to be somebody, seriously. Hold on, listen is, up, folks. She's about to tell y'all what she needs in a partner. So any fellas listening, uh, get your pen handy. Okay, please I, continue. I, think, <laughs> I feel like they have to be more fierce than me. They have yeah. to be. They can be quiet, fierce. But in a different way. But in a different way. Because they need to be able to calm me down enough, but still be powerful enough to make me feel like secure and safe. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, it's the same where like in the... in we talk And about, not intimidated by my fierceness. About, <laughs> <laughs> you talk about men leading, right? And yes. women submitting. Right. right. And I just mean in general, not <clears throat> in the bedroom. That's fine. Oh, damn but, it. Okay, I was talking. But I meant in general, in the bedroom yes. too. Yes. But you can go back and forth. You know, yeah. back and forth is good. Yeah. Okay, I digress. But if you are a strong woman and you're fierce and you're used to doing shit yourself, you're not going to follow bullshit. Right? Right. We're able to submit, but we ain't going to submit for bullshit. Right. Right? You have to have some kind of something. So, to offer me. But the problem is, is that not a lot of men are talked about as being fierce. They're talked about as being strong. They're talked about being leaders. They're talked about doing all kinds of wonderful, right. positive, non-stereotypical words. Right. But at the same time, fierce women with our stereotype, not that we're not fully embracing it. So when you're looking for a partner... To be stronger, better, stronger, more dominant than you, it's going to be harder because there's not going to be that huge gap, right? That gap between men that are really, really aggressive and, and they're real regular aggressive right. or mis- submissive. You're going to cut out 90%. Yeah, you're almost going to be equals, which I think you should be anyway. Right. But I think they still have to be, because I like a man. Right. And, you know, I might be a fierce, fabulous woman, but I like a strong-ass man. Right. I mean, I always say, make me submit, make me submit, make me submit. And I always say that I, could I be a dominatrix? Yeah, but I would laugh and I really don't want to be like, that's because in our regular days, we're so strong, whether it's work, whether it's donating, whether whatever it is, it's organizing or whatever. It's when you get into a certain intimate place. Yeah. I I don't want to lead. No. It's my favorite thing not to do. Yeah. Yeah. Throw me up against the wall. Do something. Tell me to shut the hell Look, up. Let me tell you about hip height furniture. But not really. Like, <laughs> tell me shut the hell up and then make love to me. That kind of thing. But I think but, that I think the whole thing with these women who are are fierce and who are fabulous, they're seen as take chargers, right? Like, but I think most of the time you are. But and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with the compliment. I think that we need each other. Speaking just as women, right? Yes. Collectively, I think in whatever group, project, mission, world, space. We need everybody at the table. We do. Yeah. And and you know what? For the people who are introverts and are quieter and are not, they're still fierce and fabulous in their own way, but maybe not as extroverted. Yeah. I love, I have some of my best friends that are very, I, only a few because I say, we draw, you kind of draw each other out. Right. But they balance me too because they'll be like, simmer down. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're another fierce, Or they just give you that look. Yeah. We're like a, another person that's fierce and fabulous will be like, yeah, we'll beat some ass. Where some of my mellower friends would be like, all right, now let's let's think about this. We go on boats and jump <laughs> off of things and don't listen to rules and well-behaved <laughs> women never made history. Yes. Oh, we're we're very naughty together. Yes. Yes. But but you know what? I think that it's a good I think it's a good thing to at least let people know that just being fierce is such a one-trick pony, right? It's right. not all that you are. 
No. It's a piece of what you are. And whether you're at work and you're like, okay, go cuss out this client or go talk to the difficult client or me, go talk to the difficult sponsor who we always end up hitting it off with or we always right. end up fixing the solution or finding right. a solution. But at the end of the day, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel used. Right? Yeah. I feel like, okay, just because I can stand up doesn't mean I should be the only one standing. Right. And just because I'm okay with going to do it doesn't mean I like to. Right. I used to tell people this all the time. Yes, I'm not afraid of confrontation, but I don't like it. I get a stomachache sometimes if I know it's going to be, oh, this is going to be a tough one. I don't like to do that. I don't yeah. like to fire anybody. And no matter if they totally did something wrong, it's never comfortable. I am one that gives people way too many choices than yeah. that. Just because it's like you want to hold on to that peace. Right. right. I'm a Libra, right? I like to balance my scales. I'm an Aries. I'm going to fucking yell at you and then I'm going to be fine. <laughs> but it's the same thing time and time again. So just because you're good at it doesn't mean that you like to do it. And there's a difference between conflict and confrontation. Absolutely. I think conflict is healthy. You can have a good back and forth, but you don't have to be confrontational all the time. No, that's exhausting. A hey, man. Well, and that's why I said I have got to, and, and learning to keep mouth shut is important. I'm working on that. It might be in my 50s. But because I'm snide and sarcastic, mm -hmm. so sometimes I just want to say like something snide and sarcastic under my breath. But in my relationships this year, it's got me in trouble with every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> because I say... Well, and they're new. Right? They're new. They've been new, so they don't know how to take it <laughs> all the time. As opposed to us, right. where you're being sarcastic or we think we've missed something. We go, what the hell was that? They're like, oh, I was being sorry. Okay, we just yeah. check in. We're just checking. My ex and I had a conversation actually today at breakfast, and he's so sarcastic too. That's been our relationship. I didn't know if he was giving me a compliment, and I said something, and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sarcastic, you don't even know. And I said, it's so true. Like, we. Because we you're learning that new relationship too, though. Right, right. So it's, we just, we have done it for so long to each other, which is not nice. Sometimes it's not nice, but. Along with fierce comes factual. Yes. Up front. Yes. Well, this has been awesome and a little longer than usual because that's just what we do. Of course. Because we're fierce and fabulous and we're learning to keep our mouth shut. Not really. Are we? No. I wasn't aware that was on the schedule. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. So go to my Facebook page, 40s New Effort, and type in something that makes you feel fierce and fabulous. And I can't wait to see everybody's comments. Have a great day. Thank you for being my guest. Thank my you friend. for having me.